There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 11 to 1. Monday Motivation. Motivation. On LMFM. In 1984, 15-year-old Jackie Taff made her way excitedly on the bus to hospital in Dublin to have an eye operation. After years of wearing unflattering glasses and suffering name-calling from schoolyard peers, young Jackie couldn't wait to have this operation. However, instead of feeling elated at the operation being complete, she felt numb, ashamed and traumatised as she suffered a horrific sexual assault by someone claiming to be a doctor. She carried this silently for many years before she began to resolve them and took another further time to heal and become empowered from the events of that day. She's written her story in a beautiful book, which I guarantee will inspire, heal and empower others. This is a book which will uplift you. I'm delighted to welcome a woman I've long admired. She's an experienced executive life coach, mentor and educator. Jackie Taff, you're very welcome back to 11 to 1. How are we doing? Thank you, Sinead. Huh? What an introduction. Well, what an introduction for an amazing woman. I had to I had to do it justice. I want to first of all thank you for writing the book and for allowing me to read the book in advance uh, prior to for it being launched because I took an awful lot from it. It's so, so empowering. It really will uplift people. And that is your intent. Uh, whilst this assault happened to you, by God, you don't let it define you in this. Absolutely not. And, you know, um, the book definitely has been the most freeing, empowering thing I have ever done through the writing of it, through the journaling of it. And now, really, only now, breaking the silence and articulating it and having conversations with you, with other people. And that sense of freedom, that sense of light, that sense of space was like, it. I said this before, it's inevitable. Boom, the writings were inevitable as my journey of the last probably eight or nine years because of the training I've done, the tools I've had and the clients that I work with, that the next step for me personally was to remove this biggest obstacle, boulder, wall, whatever you choose to call it, out of my way to truly step into my power. And um, it's been life changing and it's a beautiful soul piece of work. And my intention is, is that for those who read us, get insights into my journey and maybe they may choose elements of it for themselves. And that's simply my message. And my message is for those who have undergone an inappropriate medical examination in a hospital setting whereby they felt instinctively at that moment it was wrong and 
they knew it was wrong and they probably know right now it was wrong. My message is for them that that confusion, that uh, distraction, that doubt, when I embraced that knowing and that empowering belief that I had from that day that that was wrong, I truly stood into my own power. And that's my message for them. Now, we're going to get to how, how you got to the point that you are now. But this story begins, I think, really when you were three years old with an unfortunate accident that happened at your aunt's house. Tell me what happened there. I simply, well, uh, as a child, if if anybody was out playing on the street and, and anybody was going to start crying or, thought, or run into a wall or trip, it was probably me. <laughs> so I had a great tendency to run but look backwards. Yes. And even ride a bike and look backwards. So um, that's really apparent to me. And unfortunately, I fell down a very steep flight of stairs in my aunt's house and hit the wall, uh, the front door. The front door was at the very bottom of the little hall. And I hit the front door head on. So I had some bump at the time and... I was probably lucky. I was really, really lucky because mm. it was so severe. But it was only as the weeks went on that my mum noticed that the, my eyes started to roll in. And they'd call it a squint or a cast. And um, like she had checked me at the time from the fall. I'd gone to the doctor from the bump and I was, you know, I was okay. But it was the eye then. It was the impact of that bang that had then giving me this cast in my eye. So I, I wore glasses, unfortunately, at the time, rather than being given a patch, which, which many children would have been given, I was given glasses, which has a consequence too now. It's, it's affected my sight. Uh, but um, I had glasses, and of course, back then, glasses were not trendy. No. Um, they were not, you know, they weren't a fashion item. You couldn't pick your colour as they are now. It was very much, you know, you just went, you got your prescribed um, lenses and you wore them. So I and I go into the book and I name it sort of as in various names. I put on the sets of glasses uh, which stand out for me and I have imagery within the book to see it. And so I wanted rid of those. I wanted my eyes straightened. And, and you felt and so passionate about this because, you know, your 15th birthday was coming up and, you know, you said, look, can I get this eye operation I'm after hearing about because I don't want any presents. Get me this. This is what I want. Yeah, I suppose I haven't thought of it like that. You're bringing my attention to that. It's <laughs> just that I really obviously wanted it. Um, I didn't I didn't want that. I'd wanted my eyes straightened and I felt that that would really give me confidence so, yeah, and that's how I ended up then going in for the eye operation on the 23rd of October, 1984. So, you know, in your own words, Jackie, what, what happened to you then on October 23rd, 1984, when you went into that hospital? Well, just to, as normally you do, you're admitted and uh, you're brought down to your room. But I, I was only there literally a couple of hours on admission and um, I was obviously on my own. It was a different time. There, you know, parents didn't have to say there wasn't the same chaperoning guidelines that are now in place for someone of that age. Mm. And so I was simply in the room at the lunchtime and what I thought was a doctor came into the room and presented himself as a doctor and said he was there to do an examination. So I assumed on my eye and then as he proceeded to, to pull those curtains around my bed, he then proceeded to tell me that no, indeed, it wasn't, that it was an internal. So at that moment, and I say this in the book, 
I said, well, I don't understand what this has to do with my... And simply it was a case of, well, this had to be done. So from that moment, I knew instinctively that it was wrong. That's that deep, deep knowing that I'd never let go of and probably had shelled it off beautifully and packaged it carefully for many years and got on and have had a very successful career, wonderful community work, um, have been blessed in that I have actually empowered many Mm. Employment and training, and and uh, then this journey from twenty thirteen has been just incredible. The insights, the where I have gone with it, has brought me t- to this book, which I wrote in twenty twenty. I started to write it in January twenty twenty. It started off as journaling. Yes. And this is, I know I've spoken about this with you before, this idea of journaling, just for people who, who, who don't know it, it's been a very, very powerful tool for you. Can you explain kind of what journaling is and how it helped? Um, journals, you can have it in any shape or form. I always recommend or suggest that you just get a, your own notebook, whatever size you wish it to have. And I would actually put your own colours on it, your own name on it, whatever it is for you, you, you create that. But for me, the journal, it was very much uh, writing. Anytime I had some insights or thoughts or whether they were difficult thoughts or positive thoughts, I just allow it to, I call it spill. Yes. And I write and I don't sit, I don't go back, I don't assess it, I don't try and tweak it. I just trust that that's been allowed to come onto the pages and I write. And it's so therapeutic and so empowering to be able to take that from your head and look back at it because it shifts perspectives as well. So I was journaling, spilling, and then I had a realisation that this indeed was more than the journal entries, that that it just wasn't for me, that maybe by putting this together, by sharing my story, by sharing some of my journal entries, by going into some areas of the journey that I've experienced, um, really then giving imagery of those feelings and emotions that I would have gathered from that day in an image and giving a great toolkit that I could indeed give others something to think about or maybe help them. Oh, and you you really do that so well. And I want to absolutely talk about that. But in the book, you describe the man in a specific way. And there's a fairly awful illustration of him in the, in the book as well. Can you tell me how you describe him and how you kind of when you were, I suppose, in the days after being in the hospital and keeping this to yourself and keeping it silent? What did you picture him as? Well, you see, the, the, the figure is a swamp like figure, but it didn't start off initially as that. So it it comes from. Uh, emotions like gritty, mm. dark, um, clinging on, uh, those then amalgamate into that figure as best I could destri- describe for you, the reader, to see it. That, you know, that heaviness, that mm. looking over you, o- overbearing, dominating, um, swamp-like. Yeah. It's the perfect way, actually, you know, of, of conjuring it up. But what I, what the reason I ask you to explain that is because you also, it's almost like you describe this guy, uh, this figure, this thing, this thing, really. And then you sort of say, but that 
thing doesn't concern me anymore because I'm not giving it power. And this is the key to unlocking your healing, Jackie, really, isn't it? Well, no, I love how I love how you've you found that yourself as you've read the book. So throughout the book, it was my intention to give zero attention to that individual. Mm. Because if I give that individual any attention, then I give them my attention, I give them my power, I give them my energy, and I don't do that. Because I need to give all that back to me so that I can be who I want to be, that I can have what I want to have, and that I can choose whatever it is that I wish to do. So to give any attention to that individual would be giving him some sort of credit in my mm. in my mind and and absolutely not any attention any energy any healing any empowerment needs to come back to me and then in turn through me out to the readers yeah and because it, it is for the readers it's not about him Yes, and, and I think in terms of, you know, whatever somebody might be going through either now or in the past, whatever kind of, you know, whether it's a traumatic experience like it's happened to yourself, whether it's just something that's been a huge challenge, anybody will get something of value and of use in this book. You absolutely will. Now, you did stay silent and, you know, we're talking about Ireland in 1984. It's not going to be easy to, to discuss what's happened back then. But one of the methods that you did kind of um, use until you kind of learned, you know, what you know now was cleaning. Tell me about cleaning. As a coping mechanism, yes. As I, I'd call it, a coping mechanism. So I was literally clean um, and I love cleaning. But what I found is cleaning also ended up being therapeutic because I would just literally, from the moment I would wake in my, open my eyes, propel myself out of the bed, uh, I would just start to clean, get organised. And, you know, that's a reflection of me organising my environment too and controlling the environment around me as opposed to I wasn't able to control the environment on that day. So it is a matter of literally, yeah, propelling myself, going, 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 going all day, mm. all day, all day. You know, you're talking from maybe quarter six in the morning till eight at nine at night and then I would go to bed and go to sleep. And I would out work, outrun myself, outrun my thinking. Yeah. Not yeah. to think. Now, that's only done now and the work that I've done and a reflection piece that I can say that. Because at the time, I wouldn't have connected those dots. Mm. Because I wasn't in a position. I wasn't, I just wasn't ready. And I do firmly believe that this was a meant to be written book in 2020. And now it's a meant to be time for me to voice that now. Yes. And only now. I don't. Um, I now know that yeah, 15 years ago, this would not have been possible. I wasn't in that space. But because of the background I have, the training I have, the life coaching, and now I'll be doing hypnotherapy, and all of that is a combination of bringing me to where I am. So but me removing this, I'm further empowering myself. Because we're never, you know, we never get to a level of empowerment. To limit ourselves on that is can often be a myth we we just continue to evolve and grow and empower ourselves Yes, as time goes on. And I want to talk about some of these tools because you have some great tools included in, in the book. Tell me about the forgiveness tools um, the forg- You know you might say to forgive yourself like I, I had to give myself permission to to literally not take responsibility anymore for the events of that day. I'm not in control. So, you know, to forgive yourself, to love yourself, to 
okay with yourself as you are and accept, you know, that at the time I couldn't change events, mm. that I couldn't, I couldn't do anything. All I had was what I had at that moment in time. It's one of the most freeing things that you can do for yourself and to let go of and give back all of those things um, that I would have held kind of, well, it wasn't my responsibility. Oh, like, did I do anything? No, did I do anything on that day that would have caused those events? No. Mm. And to forgive myself for that. And if anything, you were, had a voice at 15 because you very much told this person that you didn't think that this was the right thing. Absolutely. Mm. But unfortunately, at that time and the way guidelines are and then, you know, I wasn't, and I was only 15 and I must yeah. give myself permission for this, I wasn't clever enough at the time to ask for somebody else to come into the room. Mm. So there's an innocence in that. There's a huge innocence in that. And I, I can't, you know, I talk about the 15-year-old self. Yeah. And it is her that is definitely on this journey with me. And I am her advocate that, um, you know, if we'd, have, if we'd have known then to do that, we would have done that. But we must forgive ourselves for not doing it because we didn't. Exactly. And as you said, you're 15, you know, this is another thing that I just wanted to read out here in in the book. And I love this because anybody can take this. These are some of the inspiring, healing and empowering thoughts on Jackie's list. And it goes like this. I am enough. I am strong. I am the master of my life. I am taking steps each day to improve my mindset. I am self-mastery. I am in charge of my self-talk. Love that one. I am incredible. I am kind. I am honest. I inspire myself by choosing to do what's best for me. I am a great mum. I am a friend. I love me and I like me. Uh, That's just some of them there, which are, I think everyone, everyone needs to have some of these in in their empowering thought list. Um, Jackie, now that the book is there and it's all down and we're talking about it today. How do you feel? Oh, I, I, do you know, I have to trust the process. That's Sinead how it is. I, I talk about trusting your deep knowing. I talk about trusting that part of you and me, we all have it instinctively that we feel is right for us. So this this book was written on that basis. Me talking to you is is done on that basis, and I must trust, and I must trust that whomever this reaches, that is done with the intention of love, transformation, and whatever they need to take that resonates for them with it. And I must just trust that. Yeah. So to think out, to go forward, and to think of what's going to happen, where is this going to go, is would distract me from where I am now in this conversation with you. Because all we have is now me and you. So the choices I make, the conversations I have with you are now. So it's very much a present and I'm allowing myself to trust. I have to ground myself to do that. You're going to launch the book on Thursday. This is going to be very much an online event that you're encouraging people to, to come on and take part in. And you've got a couple of great speakers. Tell me about this. So I launched the book at 7pm on Thursday, the 18th. And um, we have some incredible speakers. I have Donna Kennedy from the Women's Empowerment Summit. Fantastic uh, lady. Yep. She is, yeah. And I have Heather Shields, who's walked this journey with me. And I have Bernadette Sullivan. Who Another is, amazing lady. Yes. Yeah, who's created the Dignity for Patients in Drogheda. And I've worked with Bernadette for the last nine years. 
So um, I'm really delighted that I have these three um, powerful ladies with me on the on the evening, and then myself. And there will be a great giveaway, but you must be there, okay, be part of it to go in to be part of the the raffle, um, and there's a great giveaway on the evening. And I would encourage if you feel that this book benefits anyone else to spread the word so that it reaches them. Oh, it really, like I, as I said at the start, it really will. Anybody, anybody can take something from this. You have a poem that you're going to finish off with. It's called Trust. And I have to mention as well that there's some beautiful illustrations in this book. I know your your lovely daughter, Cara, did a wonderful in, in, illustration in this. You've got some lovely poetry dotted in there from yourself as well. So you want to finish off with Trust. Yes, because I love this. And I truly believe that when we trust ourselves, that we... In, when we instinctively tune into that part of us that guides us, that gut feeling, many may say, mm-hmm. that um, you, you will really start to see different changes and shifts in your life. And that you always put yourself first, because if you put yourself first, you are then ready to be there for others. You know, so I would always use the analogy of a glass. Don't pour yourself out that you've got nothing left. You, know, yes. you need to pour back into you first. And then when you're full, then you show up. So I will retrust. Yes, go for it at your own time there, yeah. Trust. What is trust? Trust is not a destination. You will not find trust signposted with a set of directions. You will not find trust by listening to others. Trust is magical, it's greater than the things you can see and touch. Trust is intangible. Trust cannot be touched nor seen, yet you know when you feel it. You know you have it. Trust. Trust gives you an incredible inner sense and feeling that it's okay and everything will work out. Trust is your inside gift available to you 24-7. Trust will be one of your most powerful and incredible advocates and guides. Listen closely and attentively to it when it speaks to you. Above all, trust. That's it, Sinead. It's, you know, it's just an example of the gorgeous words that are dotted throughout this book. You know, as I said at the start, it's going to uplift people. Yes, this happened, but it's about the woman at the end of it and the woman that's gone through it and the woman that's empowering the rest of us. Rest of us. I thank you so much for bravely sharing your story with us today and for writing the book. I really did get so much from it and I wish you nothing but happiness in your life going forward. Thank you so, so much for joining me on the show, Jackie. Shade, thanks so much for having me. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. 
Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Have to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm-hmm. 